Lego is here. Hey, kids, look. A whole new world to build. Because Lego is here. Lego, the sensation of Europe, now made in America by Samsonite, who make it better for longer-lasting fun. I'm Justin. And I'm Blake. And this is the How Do You Figure podcast. Blake, did you buy any toys this week? I did. I got my uh, GameStop exclusive NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The movie Turtles. The movie Turtles. It's a long walk to just say movie Turtles. It's an exclusive. It's from a company. It's it's a whole thing. But they're great. They're incredible. And I really enjoyed just having them pre-ordered because a lot of the Facebook groups I'm in for toy collecting were like, orders are going wrong and NECA's ruined everything and GameStop's ruined everything. And then, Everyone has ruined everything. That seems to be the... A, a, a thing that happens online. All the time. Is everyone ruining everything? Well, it kind of made me laugh because, as everyone who listens knows, I worked at a GameStop. And I remember people selling pre-ordered games and getting rid of things they shouldn't have gotten rid of. But it seemed like within a week this whole turtle problem was resolved and everybody got what they wanted. And if you're just a little patient, you'll be fine. That is good advice because I'm becoming very unpatient with the toys that I'm looking for. Usually I love the hunt, but I got to tell you, I'm getting a little tired of the hunt at this point. Yeah, I want to hit three buttons and I want to show up. It's like cooking. I could do that or I could hit Yelp and they'll bring me a sandwich. I've been spending... Why would I put effort into anything? The majority of my free time the last two weeks driving from target to target to target looking for, first off, number one on the list, the Mattel WWE NXT UK exclusive Pete Dunne. Remember when we were kids and it was just like Luke and Donatello and we didn't have 18 adjectives before a figure? Two, three, four on the list. Uh, Three of the four NXT Target exclusive WWE figures. I found Ruby Riot randomly in a reshop card at Target. Still haven't found the other three. And I'm looking for uh, the four pack, the two pack, the four two packs. Of the animated NECA Turtles. Uh, Nothing. Every day. Target. 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 There are eight Targets in the San Fernando Valley that I have been going to. And nada. Well, this just sounds exhausting. So, yeah. I would like to have been able to just hit a pre-order button like you did. And your stuff arrive. Yeah. I've gotten too old for the hunt, Blake. I don't want to do it. I'm really, the older I get, the less I want to leave my apartment. There's too many good amenities now where I can just hit three buttons. Going to Toys R Us used to be fun. Going to Target and Walgreens, there's nothing fun about that, really. No, it's like you're doing an errand. Yes. You're out buying groceries and socket plugs and batteries. It feels like I work all day and then go run errands trying to find these toys. And then your hobby stops being a fun hobby and it becomes a chore. So, ladies and gentlemen, if anyone out there finds Pete Dunn, hey, keep me in mind. I'm not going to pay above retail, but uh, hey, maybe you like the podcast and you're like, hey, I saw this Pete Dunn. There we go. Just 
Hit us up on Twitter is all I'm saying. It's all revealed. This whole show is just Justin's way of getting people to send him toys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> David, you buy any toys this week? Hey, what's up, everybody? I didn't know if I was should have chimed in earlier. Oh, yeah, we forgot to do your intro. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Justin to do it. I was like, he'll say it soon. I was just like, oh, it's older, dude. Yeah, our guest this, this week is David Brown. Hey, what's up? Uh, from Camp WWE. Yes, I do voices. the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. I do comedy. Uh, did you buy any toys this week? Um, I haven't bought. To- I probably would have been buying toys if um, uh, I never to talk about Legos. If the Le- if Lego Movie Two wouldn't have been an abomination, uh, I probably would be buying Lego Two Lego Movie Two Legos. But no, not at all. Oh, so I spend most the Lego Movie. No, Two I hated that movie. Uh, I spend most of my money on Fortnite skins. Oh, no, that's, that's exciting. That's like a so digital like toy. Digital figurines, yeah. basically. Now, have you yeah. been tempted at all to buy these Fortnite action figures or pops or. No, no, okay. uh-uh. yeah. no. I'm fine with that. I they like, look really good. Like, that's, I, don't, I, don't I don't know even, if I've seen the Fortnite figurines. Oh, I saw, I recently saw like Overwatch. Was, it has Legos, I think. Yeah. Is it Legos? Yeah, Overwatch Maybe Legos. Maybe I'm thinking of Overwatch. No, there are Fortnite no, figures. Of, yeah. yeah, there's Fortnite figures. I know figures. nothing about modern day gaming. I know very little. I get into games because uh, uh, I live in L.A., but I'm from Mississippi, and I have uh, young nephews, and the only way to hang out with young kids is to play video games with them. You're not going to talk to them on the phone. You're not going to be able to engage with them in any way, but if you play the games that they like, you can game chat and hang out and have fun and that's been my way of connecting so they got into overwatch like two years ago so i get into overwatch and then being an old guy i get into like one game like super hard because i want to be good at that game and then after like two months they're like we're on to something else now and then i'm stuck that's <laughs> playing I'm that playing game tetris from the, the old 8-bit nintendo mm-hmm. well, look, and now you can do tetris 99 and merge the two not right <laughs> It's great. <laughs> so then after a year and a half of Overwatch, then they were like Fortnite. And I was like, okay, I'm, it's time for me to change games. I play Fortnite. They have now stopped playing Fortnite and are on to probably four other games by now. And I'm, I'm still there. Uh, what was the last toy you bought? Ooh, what is the last toy I bought? It was probably, I mean, it was definitely probably Legos. I'm trying to think if there was anything in between. We bought like almost every single Lego movie, one Lego. And then that filled up our apartment, our one tiny bedroom apartment. We have, we had to like add shelves. So we just have like shelves everywhere, just like full of Legos. Very not earthquake (laughs) safe (laughs) to have a Lego collection on shelves in an apartment in LA. That's going to be. Its own disaster when the big one hits. Um, but hey, we'll get to rebuild it all. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Isn't that part of the fun? Isn't it? You keep the instructions, you wait for it to fall, you rebuild. Mm-hmm, exactly. So why Legos? Um, okay, so uh, I'm mid-30s. I say so like grew up in the 80s, like late 80s, early 90s, which like toys to me were like micro-machines. It was big. I just had a burlap sack full of micro machines, Ninja Turtles, um, Batman, and then Legos. Um, I liked to build stuff. I just enjoyed like the building. And then I liked, I ended up like creating 
like a world with all of my Legos. So it would be like I had like a full functioning city that had its own wars and <laughs> ecosystem and like whole structure that I like created that was like an almost like an entire room uh, in, in like the upstairs of my house growing up. So like I had a full after gaining all these Legos and Legos and Legos, then they all went into this big giant wooden crate that was literally just like which which duck was it Scrooge Mc which duck would <laughs> yeah, jump into Scrooge like McDuck, the the money, bin. the money bin? It was yeah. basically a Lego money bin <laughs> of that. So it was just like thousands and thousands <laughs> of Legos. So then it was just like make a world out of that. So. That's kind of where it started. It was mostly like I enjoyed building. And then and once these you build. weren't like pre-planned sets. You were just doing whatever you wanted. No, see, it started with, it started with like those, like, you remember those like plastic suitcases? Oh, yeah. So it would be like, I would get plastic suitcases just full of Lego pieces. That would be one thing. But then it would be very, you know, you go to Toys R Us and you walk around and you see what they got. So it was like, I would get the sets of things. And then also like the suitcase full of blocks. And then eventually they all just started melding together. So, yeah, the, I guess the first the first ones I really got obsessed with was the pirate ones, oh, the pirate yes. sets. So yeah. did this city, this town have a name? It didn't have a name. And I could kind of get into like what all pieces start. I was looking some of them up. Um, and there was like a new set of the, I had the Lego monorail and I just looked it up and an unused Lego monorail set is $1,200. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, I need to go find all those pieces and box them back up. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a pretty easy thing to get back in there. Yeah. One good earthquake and you're making a hundred K. Yeah. Like. Right. Uh, which is funny cause, um, like, so it was. It was pirates, it was castles, it was space stuff. I loved, like, space, all the, like, the little space machines. I can't even remember what, like, those sets were called. Um, but then the, all of those slowly turned into this giant city, which the center of it was the monorail. And the monorail would go around. But then I built, like, this, like, what's that ancient, like, Hanging Gardens of Babylon type of city <laughs> that just, like... Kind of like stepped up and up and up <laughs> right. into like houses and, you know, like there was like my, my king's house uh, <laughs> up at the top and then like a whole city of people and like the monorail would go through it. And I turned the, uh, the pirate ship, um, into what I called the beer barge. So it would like, it took uh, these thruster pieces from a space set from like a shuttle and those were giant kegs of beer that would get like delivered into the city. So there was like commerce. There was an infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah, infrastructure. There was an go. economy. Man. There yeah. was a prohibition thing going yeah, on. Yeah, dude, and that like was a more of, imaginative Sim City, but 3D. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just like layers and layers of things. There was bad guys who would come and attack the town and we would fight and like it would get destroyed and rebuilt. And like there was just it was basically like little world role playing uh to the to the nine like that's what Man. i all i used to do was this all set it. up in just like a right really now. big <laughs> basement or it was it sounds huge well we uh like 
midway through my life, we like moved into a house with an upstairs. So my sister had one bedroom. I had another bedroom. And in the middle was this like small playroom. It was basically like the size of this. Uh, it, it could fit like a, a couch and a TV, yeah. basically. So that whole area kind of like about half of it turned into the city. There was like a nook in the back that had like a toy chest. And then so it was like built all the way through that nook and then on top of the toy chest. So it was like a pretty elaborate thing that I would just constantly be building new things for. So did you hit a point, did you hit an age where you kind of outgrew it and stopped? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what puberty does to you and cars when you get a car. And yeah, that, some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a big gap where it just like sat there. And then didn't really get touched. And then, you know, I'll go to college and I moved to L.A. And then it slowly just got torn apart. Oh, but it was all still <laughs> there when you left for it, college? It was, it was something that, like, it was, like, a point of contention with my mother and I where she was like, why is this here? I mean, she was, like, slowly start, like, piece by piece, like, putting them up on top of where the toy chest was, oh. but, like, kind of just slowly, destroy, like, the town was slowly getting destroyed. Like, well, you're destroying my town. It's like, well, you, you're not touching. It, it that just takes... like a nightmare. It like, just, coming home from college every few months <laughs> and part of the town is gone. <laughs> yeah, it's like the picture in Back to the Future slowly disappearing. Um, I'm assuming since this was the South, eventually it was destroyed by a tornado or a hurricane. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. All my Lego town is floating somewhere in the stratosphere <laughs> above Madison, Mississippi. Um, yeah. But that, so that was my when did place. you get back into Legos? Um, weirdly enough, um, my wife and I, our first, we, the first time we like hung out together, it was her birthday at a bar and we were talking about how we used to play with Legos all the time. She was like, Oh, I love Legos. I was like, I love Legos. And I was like, how about I take you on a first date and, uh, we'll get Legos. And she was like, yeah, okay. So literally our first date was going to Target. And then me being like, the world is yours. <laughs> Buy what you like, my dear. Um, and she, at the time, she thought I was like completely broke and felt very bad for me. But I, I had money to buy some Legos, and it was just like, let's let's do this. So we bought a Lord of the Rings, like big like set, and then we bought a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles van. Um, and then we went and she started putting them together and I fell asleep and she got to build, she got to build all of them. And that was, she loved that. (laughs) Wow. Now they're not cheap. No, no. Legos are not cheap. So even though that sounds like an inexpensive date. It's like two hundred dollar day. Yeah. yeah, that's more yeah. than most people go on first dates. Yeah. That's like, um, dinner and a movie plus. $150. $150. And like, look, if you're not on AMCA list, we're not seeing a movie on a first date. Like, you're on your own. That is impressive. Yeah, I was trying to impress, you know, I was trying to impress, and it worked. And now I'm married. There you awesome. go. And we have a whole place full of Legos. It just, that was kind of like our pastime. And it recently stopped just because where are we going to put them when you live in a one bedroom in Los Angeles? Like, we had, it started off with like a glass, like, case the whole thing filled up 
And it was just a monstrosity to look at. And we were like, let's refigure this out because it's just this dusty nightmare. So then we went and put up shelves all around our apartment. To where, and then like, so there, now there's shelves everywhere with Legos. So it kind of started with, we got, and we would also get Legos everywhere we went. Everywhere there was, we went out of town and there was a Lego store, we would get Legos. So we've gotten Legos in like New York and Hawaii. And Do you get uh, them specific to that state or do you just like know that that's the Hawaii Lego? Yeah, that's okay. just the Hawaii Lego. Yeah. I know they did those. We didn't get the Hawaii 5.0 <laughs> Lego set. Because <laughs> I know like they did that architecture series with the Sears Tower. Oh, that would have been like, smart. Oh, and but, you know, I don't think they did one of those for every Dang, state anyways. that would have been a good idea because we went to Paris. I'm sure there's an Eiffel Tower one we could have gotten. We got to go back. Yeah. We got to go back. <laughs> Look, the there's always more story. room. Uh-huh. <laughs> if there's one thing LA known for, it's it's cheap rent. And you could just get an apartment of Legos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've noticed that when I go over to your place, you have a lot of the, like, IP Legos. Like the oh, Simpsons yeah, 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 yeah. and stuff like that. So uh, my wife is a huge Simpsons fan. So we have the Simpsons house and the Quickie Mart, um, which like are super cool because like the house like opens up and like everybody's got their like rooms and all the characters are very specific and it's very, it's cool. Like it, it half sucks because you want to see the front of the house, but you display it split open in the back where you can see like all the different bedrooms and stuff. And then the same with the Quickie Mart, which was super detailed and awesome. And that kind of like splits open as well. So we have those, but then we have like the old Ghostbusters car and the new Ghostbusters car and the Back to the Future car and oof, what else? I'm big into like the Technic. I never even know how to say it. Technique, Technic, Technique, Technic, Tech. I'm going to throw that to you. And technic. If you te- tell me, te- I te- believe you. I always yeah. said Technic. But I think it's technique. But I don't technic, know. Technic, I think makes more I, sense. Technic, right? I right? think it's Technic. Technic, I think. That's what I called it when I worked at Toys R Us. Tweet and comment at the show. To tell <laughs> Are you a technic expert? Let us, let us know. <laughs> Sound off in the comments. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll get into that in a second, my technic world. But then we, when the first Lego movie came out, awesome. We bought almost every single thing from the first Lego movie. And those are Big sets, if Some I remember. Of them, like, yeah, but there's a lot of cool ones because it's like the specific characters and they're like machine, like the main character guy. I'm so bad with remembering like names and Emmett, movie I stuff. Think. Yes, Emmett. This, I'm Chris the worst Pratt's at that. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Chris Pratt. Um, there, Let's uh, not go down that rabbit hole again. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. What happened? The man has... Like a 20-foot tall cross in his backyard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm out. I'm out on Chris Pratt. Yep. <sighs> anyway, enjoy your so Lego. Sorry. Movie. <laughs> movie Lego. Uh, I paid for that cross <laughs> <laughs> through these through these Legos. Is it built out of Legos. Yeah, probably. I would <laughs> Lego love that. cross the cheapest. There's got to be <laughs> a few religious fanatics who also like Legos and are like, I've just built a monument to my savior. Oh, I'm sure there's a Jesus Lego, Lego Jesus somewhere there's for sure. Be. There's got to be right. Like it's preposterous that so there when, isn't. When you heard that there was going to be a Lego movie, mm-hmm. excitement. It, it all worked out because like my whole like 
journey with my wife was like, oh, we we like Legos. That was like a cool first date type of thing that we did, despite me falling asleep. Um, and then, weirdly enough, two weeks into our relationship, um, uh, my nephews, my sister, who lives in Mississippi, had to go to uh, San Diego for like a business trip, and she brought the kids to go to Legoland. So then Kim and I went to Legoland like week two, so this was like solidifying that Legos were like a thing for us. And then they announced the Lego movie and it was like, we did it. We did it right. Something's going right here. You know, it was like our cosmic, cosmic Lego yeah. world just kind of came together. Uh, and then that was great. Yeah. Do you like feel it. like they oversaturated the Lego market with all of a sudden it being like a Lego movie every year and every IP had a ton of sets and it just... Yeah, do you watch Snow these, Bolt? like, direct-to-DVD Lego movies? Do you get mm, into that stuff? No, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, uh, it's literally call. just Lego movie and then the Batman Lego movie, which is great. And then we went to see the Lego movie 2. And, I mean, about a fourth of the way through, it was just like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, people are going to shit all over this. And then I looked up and, like, uh, had, like, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Turns and out, I was like, no one saw it. I was like, what is I going on? I didn't like the first Lego movie. Oh, yeah? I, I thought it was, like, fun. People, it was fun. It maybe, I think my expectations were too high because by the time I saw it, like, everyone was um, like, this is the greatest movie ever. Yeah. Like, just, oh, my God. Yeah, that'll do it. And yeah. then I watched it, and I just thought, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one. I saw it in theaters, loved it, and then rewatched it before the second. and was like, yeah, this is an all right movie. Mm-hmm. This was a good time when I saw it. I remember being like, right on. You did it. Because it was, like, new, and, like, the way they dealt with all the Lego stuff and, like, the whole, like, design elements and yeah. things that they, like, stuck to was, like, super cool just from like them like kind of owning it uh, in that way, uh, which was great. And it was fun and it was goofy and the music and all that stuff was great. Like a movie too, is just an abomination of ideas. Just like idea soup. It, like it opens with like, I was like, so the first 15 minutes I was super excited. I was like, Oh, this is funny. The boy has like a younger sister and she's on like newer Legos. And it's like, these like super tough, unbeatable Legos that are like insane. They're like Picassos, um, and that that's gonna be it. It's good. How do you? How are they gonna defeat fun. the crate? And I'm like, fun this idea. is fun. Five minutes in, nope, we're changing that. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, we passed that, and now we're into uh, like this dystopian Mad Max world of like, oh, the kids have grown and now the Legos have like, kind of like my city that slowly was dying back home. It was like, oh, this is like a Lego wasteland. I love this idea. And then they were like, nope, <laughs> we're moving forward another bunch of time period and we're going to get into something else crazy because now these kids are grown up. And it was like, it felt like there was like, there was a script that probably it was like three scripts where it was like, oh, no, this like this idea is fun. And they were like, yeah, but what about Mad Max World? Somebody wrote and they were like, that's fun. And they're like, what about if it would? And it just like kept going. And then it was like all these like, look, I'm all about life lessons and having messages in oh, sure. movie. Like, but oh, my God, it was so heavy handed <laughs> of like tell, teaching lessons about toxic masculinity and like all these like real world themes that are happening right now where I was just like, I came to the Lego movie to like forget about all this shit 
for a little bit, and then it was just like oh, no, you're getting no. like We're gonna hit over the you. head in like a kids' there's, movie about all that. And it was just like way too many middle aged yellow men in Legos. <laughs> we got to start diversifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just one. It's one Lego race, <laughs> but it was like oh, it was just so much. So even, and it was, even though you hated the movie, like you weren't tempted at all to buy any of the Lego sets from it. No, they weren't like cool enough. That the you could only turn off the one hatred. is from the early part where I think there was like a Statue of Liberty, like desolate world where like the Statue of Liberty I think was like smashed up, and that's like a huge, big, cool set. I like that. Rest of the movie. Can go fuck itself, but but I'm the same way when I buy figures or whatever. If the thing that I'm buying it from is bad, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. If I if like I don't know, Batman versus Superman comes out, I'm like I didn't like that movie, and then someone's like, Do you want to buy the toys? I'm like, No, because I don't want to be reminded every day of this bad movie yeah. that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I feel like Legos are different because you can build like. There's you so can many... build whatever you want, but if the template and the instructions are telling you to build a monument to disappointment, you're mm-hmm. going to be like, fuck this. Yeah. Are you someone who is more likely to stick to the instructions, or do you like the free-form Lego building? Uh, a couple of answers for that. One, I like the instructions building. I enjoy that. Um, I think as an older person, I don't like role play with them like I used to. So they're more like I built something and it's up there. I haven't like torn them down and then restarted. Um, But like when I was a kid, it was very much like I'm going to build this. If I really like it, like it's a cool spaceship, it'll probably stay together, but I'm probably going to like adapt it and fix it a little bit. Um, And then like, I guess old me doesn't really break them up but young me definitely did so that's one of the things from the first movie that was like very true of like (laughs) oh the dad wants it to be you know keep them all together and the kid wants to just smash them up and have a good time um that's definitely true there were a lot of true things in that first movie that i liked and there's way too much real life people in the second movie that was kind of my problem was i didn't know what the rules were anymore because they'd have scenes with toys just like stuck under dishwashers, laundry, whatever it was. And I was like, but this is lost. There is no imagination to bridge this now. Mm, My suspension of disbelief is... And then they'd get up like in the real world. And I was like, so is this a Toy Story universe now? Is it the power of imagination? Are we just in Legoland? What are we doing anymore? It lost itself and like what it was completely. But like, so even with instructions and doing it correctly... Legos aren't necessarily built to play with. Mm. Like, uh, when I was a kid, I found myself, like, if I wanted to play with something, I would constantly be adding extra pieces to, like, solidify what it is so that, like, if you have a spaceship and you're, like, flying it around, shit's just not popping off and it's not breaking in half every time you set it down. So, like, there was always, like, readjusting and adding things to it that was always my trouble when i was a kid was i would buy the thing that i wanted to play with like an a-wing or an x-wing and build it and be like okay cool i have my toy now and then within seconds it was just gone it just crumbled and, and eventually then i was like i just either want to build this and put it up or i want to buy the actual action figure and play with it yeah for sure because there you know there's also like a point of pride when you're done you're like i did it i spent so much time mm-hmm. and frustration because when you're a kid on those little sl- 
thin pieces get stuck together. If they're the wrong one, you're just going to sit there for an hour mm-hmm. tweaking at it. Yeah, breaking your thumbnails. Right. And by the time you're done, you're like, okay, nothing bad can happen to this. I was the mm-hmm. same way. This happened to me twice. I was in a Cub Scouts when I was a kid, and you had to make the Pinewood Derby car. And my dad helped me, like, cut out of wood a Mach 5 from Speed Racer to use Ooh. in the Pinewood Derby. Mm-hmm. We painted it, and we it was so good. Mm-hmm. And we used it, and we raced it once, and we brought it home, and our dog chewed it up. Oh. And I was so angry, because it wasn't like he chewed up a toy that we could just go buy again. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, this was... Real work and effort. Mm-hmm. And then that same thing, whenever I'd build Legos, this puppy would just jump up and knock it down. And one day I was like, we got, we have to either get like five shelves that are higher than this dog. Or put the dog down. Or put the dog down. <laughs> uh, man, I just had a memory come flooding back of uh, winning the uh, derby in my uh, grade school because my grandfather t- took the Pinewood Derby car hollowed it out Mm -hmm. and put BBs inside of it and then covered up the back so you couldn't see it was hollowed out. So the BBs would slide with the car and and force the momentum. Oh, my God. So I think I cheated to win the Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Nice, dude. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully somebody who you raced against back in the day is going to hear this podcast and they're going to take your title. (laughs) They're going to take your title. It's technique (laughs) and he's a cheater. (laughs) Uh, I'll cut that out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you got to cover that paper trail of this Pinewood Derby. that award for my cold, dead hands. It's the only thing I've ever won, and I'm still proud. Uh, There you go. You have it right here with you. It's crazy. (laughs) You're not going to take it from me. But that was the other kind of weird, nice part about Legos, was they were the easiest toy if you knew someone and you needed, like, revenge on them. You just knock over their Legos. Yeah, just smash it. That was always... I knew I had two neighbors who would always get into fights, and one of them had a ton of Legos, and at the end of it, the guy would just always go into the guy's room and just be like... One smash. Oh, no. <laughs> it just would end the fight so I also fast. feel like so Legos were like the go-to present for the kid you didn't really know well when you were going to their birthday parties. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you could just buy any generic Lego set and take it to them. Yeah, and if they don't like it, they don't have to build that and they can use the pieces for something else. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, the, other, the technique ones that I liked... Um, uh, I got like this red truck that had like uh, the like the pneumonic uh, like pumps mm. pneumatic yeah pneumatic pumps um, and it was like th- this one just like was everything to me so it was like a red truck that had like a step ladder type raise on the top and you could like extend that and then it had a hook that could go down but everything was like pump controlled with air and had a bunch of tubes and gears and I loved that thing like that was my like that was like the next level of like growing up and then getting into like a little bit more complicated Legos um, I feel like those sets were really pricey yeah oh Uh, yeah because I when I was working at Toys R Us in the late 90s they would keep them in the electronic department, like with the video games, oh. because they were so pricey. Yeah. There was a Star Wars one that I got for Christmas that you could build three things. It was an R2-D2, some sort of – the other two weren't Star Wars droids. They were just like robots. Mm-hmm. And I remember it just being almost amazing because it was this like remote-controlled robot, but it had this Lego shell. Mm-hmm. So as you would just go, you would just – 
chip away. Mm-hmm. And we would build two of them, my dad and I, and we would just have them fight. But it was really fun to watch, like, real battle damage that you could oh, then yeah. rebuild. Because mm-hmm. you usually you bump figures together and nothing happens. But this was, like, you could really go in and, like, crack a piece off. Yeah, they do these, like, crazy... Uh, my wife and I, we went to one of them uh, and, like, volunteered where, like... It's like Lego based like engineering challenges that like schools do. Mm. And you basically they, they have we actually bought one of like the robotic sets. I can't remember what's the name of it. I'm the worst with names, guys. Um, but there's like a robotic set that you can program and you can build it into like a bunch of different things and you can like teach it to like, oh, move forward here and like give it like real actions. Like you can program it yeah. and then they they have these like competitions for kids where like they set up like an obstacle course and you have to like build and program these robots to like do these tasks which is really awesome and we bought the robot and we built the first version of it we never programmed it we just used it as a remote control we used it uh and it flipped around and our cats fought it <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, that's now like a sport in the south uh yeah yeah, yeah. robot robot versus cat yeah, yeah it's the new cockfighting yeah. um it's more yeah. humane you yeah. can build whatever you want yeah the cats always win so yeah. um <laughs> now does it have to be lego for you or do you get into some of these off-brand brick never gotten into off-brands uh there are like a couple of off-brands that i had gotten through the years that were a part of like the the big trash dump <laughs> that I have yeah, of yeah. Legos, and they really stick out. But I think Lego lost its like patent through time recently, and now like the Lego like shape and brick and all that is up for grabs. So source. any yeah, mm-hmm. so like I think anyone can use it. I may isn't it amazing that you can right? patent a shape. That at I some mean, point, like, Lego was like, look, it's a brick, but it's mm-hmm. our brick. So theoretically, like, if you had a 3D printer, like, you could just print as many Legos. Yeah, you like. we could get a whole racket of making these uh, space ones that are 12K on the internet. Yeah. 3D print them, get the right specs. Yeah, it lost its fight to have its eight-studded bricks If you're interested in buying Lego. bootleg Legos from us, uh, tweet <laughs> us, let us know. Uh, it's a, it could be a side project. Yeah, we're printing yeah, them up knows? right now. Yeah. Get that machine going, we'll have our own Lego movie. We're going to rebuild this whole lost city of yours. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Brick by great. brick. I kickstarted a rebuild David Brown's lost <laughs> Lego City with the monorail. But now my my, uh, my like my nephews play with the Legos upstairs. But my my bedroom and uh, the, my when they were growing up, they used to be like, "Can we go into Unc's closet and see what's there?" Like, because it was just like this, like Toys R Us of its untouched <laughs> Toys R Us of its own. It has slowly been picked apart with like my, I was very pirate. I was a pirate loving kid. So like, uh, went to Disneyland and for like the, went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and got everything. Just the like the little pistols and, and the swords and all that. Like it was very pirate everything, but they, they play with all of them now. Did you like the, uh, I guess, more generic themed pirate space night stuff more than the IPs? Or were you excited when it all became everything under the sun? Star Wars, Nintendo, Turtles. I mean, that was very cool. I enjoyed that a lot. Like uh, as a kid, it, it didn't really matter. I'm sure if I was a kid and Ninja Turtle stuff came out, I would have got Ninja Turtle stuff. 
because you know I had the the pizza truck and you well, know yeah. all all the all of those guys. So. Yeah, Lego didn't really do IP stuff until no. like I the late like 90s. The 90s. And then it exploded. Yeah, I mean, very, really recently as well. They just like snatch up everything. And they started cranking out video games and movies. And I remember yeah. that Lego Star Wars game that came out before Episode Three, and it ruined that prequel for people. Oh wow! And it told a better story than the movie did. Yeah, it's they really they really ramped it up. But I was super happy just with. Pirates and castles and and all of that and first space stuff. There's something about Legos that like I prefer the non IP stuff. Yeah, like it just the seems IP more stuff fun. is very like that's going on a shelf, and the other stuff is very like make what it it make becomes what you the want imagination based master yeah. builder. Like, hey, here's instructions, but go for broke. Where I feel like if you get a yeah. sail barge, it's like you're making the sail barge because <laughs> they get yeah. these proprietary pieces yeah. that are just like, oh, this is an X wing. Yeah, it's just the wing of an X wing. You can't the back to the future any- car, and the story is there, and yeah. it's you know like uh, the Libyans are going to come. They're going <laughs> to shoot Doc Brown, and there's not much you can do about that. Yeah, I'm very. They didn't come out with the the Libyan set oh, for it. They should have done that both van sides. Would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Lego somewhere just has a van drive by <laughs> shooting van. Yes. <laughs> now, do you guys buy the little mini figures as well? Um, my wife got very into trying to find all of the Simpsons ones. She wanted the whole set, but they do that sneaky thing where you, it's mystery bags. Yep. So you can't just like buy them. So she eventually found all of them, but we would go, we were on a trip to New York, um, for, I guess still close marathon one time. And we went to the Lego store there and they were selling those and, there was just an employee there who knew how all of them felt. Oh, nice. So he was just like going through with us and being like, uh, that's a Bart here. Uh, this is a Marge, <laughs> you know, and he did that and found like as many as we could get at the time. Oh, and then we would go to another place and another place. But I think eventually she finally found the last ones online. I, uh, I rarely buy the blind bag stuff, but I was. After these Funko blind bag uh, WWE figures a couple of years ago. And it was even more fucked up than the regular blind bags. Mm -hmm. Because Walmart and Target had different figures mixed in to the blind bags. Come on. And I have zero respect for Walmart. Mm-hmm. So when the Walmart and Burbank got a case of There's these one in. thing I know about you, which you have zero respect for Walmart. Yeah. I, I took the uh, the case of like 12 or 24, uh-huh. and uh, I had my girlfriend at the time keep watch, uh-huh. and I just opened all the blind bags in the store, <laughs> found the ones I wanted, and bought them. And then made an ultimate blind bag? No, I put oh. them back. Uh-huh. I put them all back in. <laughs> and then bought the ones I wanted. Oh my god! There you go. It's your Mission Impossible <laughs> toy run. Oh, that just scratches the surface of the bizarre <laughs> shit I've done to get. That's the craziest thing you've done to get a toy that you can say on a podcast. Okay, without the toy police. <laughs> this is the crazy. This is oh, oh man. Like I've done shit like after I left Toys R Us, like. 
to like 15 years after I worked at Toys R Us, I would put my uniform back on and walk into a <laughs> Toys R Us, go into the stock room, and pull out Shut toys. Up. That's not even the craziest thing I've ever done. What? <laughs> would you, and then buy them? or? Yeah. But you wanted to find the yeah. ones you wanted. Uh-huh. That is amazing. <laughs> the balls. Oh, I've done the craziest the shit. The balls. To, to, you just... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I could put on a red polo and do whatever I wanted at yep. Target. Oh, and yeah. Nobody cares. Once you know the secrets of most of those retail <laughs> places, I for oh, still will go into GameStops and be like, here's my employee number. It hasn't worked in a decade, but I know that you can put in any six numbers into that discount and it'll work. <laughs> and I still know the store number for my one in Glenview and my debit card still has the Chicago skyline on it. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm just visiting from Illinois. It's store 6081 in Glenview, Illinois. And they're Let like, me just sign the book and put in my name. What are they going to do? Call that store? <laughs> and be like, we've got this guy, Blake, here. Probably yeah. the craziest thing I did. Uh-huh. This would have been like probably 2000. Yeah, I mean, there's so many stories. This was like 2003, I think. Uh, it was the original Toy Biz Marvel Legends line. I, I was, I managed to get all of the original Toy Biz Marvel Legends at retail, including all the Chase figures, except for the Stealth Iron Man. And there was a wave that had three chase figures in it. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a blue ghost rider. God, what were the others? I think a vision and somebody else. I, oh, I can't remember. Uh, but I remember I was having a hard time finding these and I was like, I had already stopped working at Toys R Us. Cause when I worked at Toys R Us, like the cases would just come and I'd buy the toys and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was gone from Toys R Us. I had gone to film school. Uh, and I, I was having a hard time finding them. But I still had friends that worked at Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. So I put the word out that I was looking for these three Marvel Legend exclusives. and Or Chase figures, uh, not exclusives. Put the word um, out. What year was this? This was 2003. How'd you put the word out in 2003? Oh, I called. Just screamed it I out knew. your front door. Like <laughs> <laughs> those flames of Gondor. I, I called everyone I knew that still worked at Toys R Us, uh, and I was like, "I need these uh, <laughs> figures." Okay. Uh-huh. So a buddy of mine was uh, working at a Toys R Us down in San Diego, mm-hmm. and did all of your friends work at Toys R Us? Yeah, in '99, we like we all got jobs at Toys R Us, uh-huh. uh, and. I mean, it was it was my glory years. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. all of my high school friends, we all worked at Toys R Us, yeah. and it was just an insane party oh, for right. years. Uh-huh. Uh, but we had one friend <laughs> that didn't leave when we all left, uh-huh. and he ended up working for Toys R Us for twenty years, and like worked his way up to the corporate level. Oh my god! So I called him because uh-huh. he was working at a store in San Diego. He'd been transferred down to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Told him I was looking for these toys, and. He, he was like, he was a company man. Mm-hmm. He didn't like to get involved, but he wanted to help me. Mm-hmm. But he also knew the links that I would go. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really want to encourage those links. Mm-hmm. So I called him up. I told him I was looking for these. And he goes, man, they're right here in front of me. They're on hold in the office for another employee, Dominic. And... 
this guy, Dominic, happened to be someone who we had worked with at another Toys R Us in Orange <laughs> County. And I did not like him at all. Uh, this guy was just like, like, he had a ponytail and played the tuba. That right. son of a bitch. I already, I already know where this is the going. The Walmart of people. So you... To stole his face. Uh, so you cut his cut face off. Cut his ponytail. Yeah. Started to the back of my head. <laughs> so he was. He was close. Uh-huh. He was working on a tuba. He was working on the overnight crew. Uh, and my buddy uh, said that they were on hold for him, uh, and that he was coming back that night oh to buy no. them. And here's the thing about Dominic. Dominic didn't collect Marvel Legends. Uh-huh. Dominic bought Marvel Legends. To resell, Ugh, disgusting, or to trade for his McFarlane sports figures that he did collect. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got in the car with my girlfriend. It's like figurine at the time. trafficking. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and her and I drove from Orange County uh-huh. down to San Diego. It's about two hours yep. or so. <laughs> and she went into the store, and she said. Dominic is holding three Marvel Legends for me in the office. And the employee went to the office, found the three figures with the name Dominic on them, uh, brought them out and handed them to her. And uh, she bought them and brought them out to me in the car. Did he ever find out? No. (laughs) But apparently he was furious when he got there that night. Uh Because they were going for a lot of, I think they were each going for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. So yeah, he was, he was pissed. That was probably the craziest, but honestly, I don't know. I've done so much insane shit. Honestly, I mean, that's, that's crazy in a connections way. Putting your old Toys R Us uniform on and just waltzing into a stock room <laughs> like, like you, you own, own the place. place. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Tom, Phil, hey, it's just me. Justin, been here forever. All right. I've also, like, on top of that, I've gone in and, like, just gone up to the computer and, like, started checking the inventory. <laughs> I never did that for toys or anything, but when I was at GameStop, I knew that all the back rooms had bathrooms, and if I needed to go to the bathroom but I was on the road, I would just throw on a collared shirt I kept in my car and be like, I'm a secret shopper or a DM. I'm just checking some stuff out. Let me in the back room here and check. And I knew, like, all the lingo to say, and he'd be like, of course. And then I would just go and, like, piss and leave. Just to take a road dump? That's pretty extravagant. (laughs) I was like, I really got to do this. Um, I actually <laughs> put on a fake mustache <laughs> and like an accent just to take oh, a dump hello. in a game stop. <laughs> I, uh, I got a bunch of Legos. I wasn't really into Legos when I was a kid, but I got a bunch of Legos, like Star Wars Legos mm-hmm. when I worked at Toys R Us because one of my friends uh, figured out that there was about <laughs> a six inch gap between the truck that brought the toys mm-hmm. and the bay that the truck would park in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he would take the Legos and all day long, he would slip Lego sets down that <gasps> gap between no the truck and the bay. Uh-huh. And then after we closed at night and everyone left, he would come back, go underneath the truck pick up all the Legos that he slipped through. What that Danny crack. Ocean nonsense were you on? Oh my God. <laughs> this is more extravagant than when they rob a casino. 
And then he was just giving me these Lego sets, oh. these $100 Lego sets that he was stealing from Toys R Us. <laughs> and then he got busted because he tried to return $1,000 in the... Uh, the, the ones that connect, can, what do we decide they were called? Tec- Techniques. 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 Yeah. Techniques. Whatever. He tried to return $1,000 in those to another Toys R Us. Oh. And like those things were part of the electronic department. So they were all like tracked. And yeah. Scanned. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Pre-eBay, man. Yeah. Pre-eBay. Could have gotten away do. with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. eBay. The... the uh, <laughs> The black market of the dark net of (laughs) figurine trafficking. Is there a set that you remember spending like an elaborate amount of time on that took days or weeks? Uh, Oh, we got a a big old Brooklyn Bridge. Not Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, uh, Oh, the one in England. Uh, London Bridge. Well, I believe that's it. it. That falls down. Yeah, is it London Bridge? Goes? It's a big old giant bridge. I keep looking at my phone like the answer is just going to be on my phone. Uh, that <laughs> one, one day we'll get there. That Golden one Gate. was uh, no, it's one in, it? in London. Uh, it's in London. London Bridge. To, uh, what's the fancy bridge in London? Probably, probably London. Uh, if you have a bridge podcast, <laughs> let us know. What's the bridge in London? I am. I am the worst with names, and I think it's uh, just London Bridge. There we go. That's what, yeah, that's what the internet's telling yeah, me. Right it. by that's HMS Belfast, yep. Shakespeare's Globe. Those are places. Yeah, that was a big one. Uh, but uh, when we went to like Legoland, I always like bought, bought the Technic ones. So I have like also have like a giant log truck, and those are super fun to build because I, li- I like putting like the gears together and like just kind of mm-hmm. seeing how they're like made in that sense. Is there a property or set that they've never made that you're like, I gotta make a Lego with this? Yeah, Willy Wonka Castle. Oh my oh. god. With the little tombstones under for where all those kids died? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with so, the kid grave. All those kids are dead. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, you sure. never see Augustus Gloop again. That, that boy's gone. Yeah, he's dead. And then he inherits a PR problem, is yeah. what Willy Wonka gets. <laughs> Day one of that factory is uh, there's a lot of children in this chocolate. Yeah, dying. Yeah. Um, that would be a super cool one. I want like a ten to twenty thousand piece Wonka castle. I think that would be like super cool to have as many of those rooms. Like you, each set is like a different. They did like this cool like um, it's not necessarily cool. It's just like a town where you'd be like, oh, you can buy a movie theater, which I have, and like all these other things, and you could make like a street with a town. Um, if they did like the main entrance of the Wonka place and then all the other sets were like the other little places that they went through where like they floated, Charlie and his dad like floated up like and you could just like keep adding on to it. And it was like different sets. That would be cool. Um, but they need to make some of them like just more play with a bull. Like because like the I got the so the uh, I guess I'll tell a story about it. so the original Lego um, like pirate ship. I just realized uh, cause I was looking it up to find the name of it. Um, I didn't realize it was like 25 other ones. I thought that was literally the only one that existed. Cause that's the only one that was at the Toys R Us, uh, near my house. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah. all, all there was. So that was like a huge thing for me and we built it. And then like maybe like six or seven years ago, I was back at home I was on the internet and I had found, because my nephews were growing up and they found some of the pieces, like the the sale for it. And I was like, man, I wish 
I had that pirate ship again. Beauty of the internet, look it up, the instructions all online. So I printed out all the instructions, and then this is over a Christmas. My family dumped all of my Legos into the living room on the floor, and my entire family just went through literally just going to find all of the pieces. And my sister is like this uber-organized like everything, she is so, uh, I mean, I guess you would say OCD. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever called her that, but she, she's, she can be, she's so organized with everything that she does. And she literally just had piles around her of like, she was putting all the different colors in different piles and then arranging them by sizes and things. So then we went through and over the course of days, or was it just one full day, like into five o'clock in the morning, found every single piece of that pirate ship and then rebuilt it. And now that pirate ship is like up on the mantle in our living room. Um, But that pirate ship was cool because the back of it had like two hinges to where like the captain's quarters, you could just open it up and you could have little scenes to yourself of like what's happening in the captain's quarters. And then the Lego movie pirate ship came out and it's like so much more detailed and then there's like a captain's quarters that has all this cool stuff in it um very detailed and it's just the inside of a build like it's just locked inside you have to like you have to like look and be like there's some cool like little stuff in there (laughs) if you just peek in but it didn't have like it's like open open it up real easy to like play with it um, and easily breakable as well. <laughs> so, yeah, they need to make some things tougher and easier to play with, I think. Are you worried that if you guys stop buying Legos, the marriage is going to fall apart? Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. Once that stops, it's over. I know a boy, his name is Zach. He loves to fit, he loves to stack. Yes, construction is his knack. He's Zach, the Lego maniac. He builds in the window, he's off the wall. He builds them big, he builds them small. In Lego land, he'll rock and roll. He's Lego wild, out of control. Zach, Zach, he's a Lego maniac. Zach, oh, Lego land, King's Castle, airport, cosmic fleet Voyager, sold separately from Lego Systems. David, where can people find you? Where can people find me? Um, I have a website, the David Michael Brown Show, where you can see all my clips and stuff. I have a weekly sketch show at UCB with a team called Squadron. You can check that out at UCB Sunset. We have a Saturday night sold-out show that we've been doing. Um, You can do that. And then you can just see me uh, just in dark holes in coffee shops, uh, just writing and dreaming of the future. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when uh, when's the new season of Camp WWE coming out? <laughs> Blake, where can people find us? <laughs> well, first they can leave us a review on iTunes. They can give us five stars. <laughs> you can find us on uh, Facebook.com slash group slash how do you figure. We're also on Twitter at how do you figure PC and on Instagram at how do you figure podcast. And that's uh that's that. Also, uh, I'm starting a new podcast called What Will Justin Do for a Toy? <laughs> Uh-oh. 
Oh, it's madness. <laughs> that sounds like it would have been a great like double dare spinoff in the nineties. Uh-huh. I'll do anything. I would kill a man. <laughs> well, I got well, a man you can kill. <laughs> <laughs>